Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Around the Dial, your one-stop shop for sports talk's best moments every day. Here's your host, CBS Sports Radio's Damon Amendolara. Welcome inside Around the Dial, the best in your sports talk for Tuesday, March the 19th. I'm your host, D.A. The news of the day is Mike Trout. The Angels re-signed him to an extension worth 12 years and $430 million. That officially makes Mike Trout an Angel for life. And in two years, the winter of 2020-2021, it was supposed to be a feeding frenzy for Mike Trout. In fact, Bryce Harper just recently had said multiple times he was going to go out of his way to recruit Mike Trout back home to South Jersey and Philadelphia to play for the Phillies. And yet here is Mike Trout, not too long after those comments, saying, no thanks, I'm going to be an angel. Is Bryce Harper now bummed at the contract he signed? Let's start with Grant and Danny on 106.7 The Fan in Harper's old home of D.C. Bryce got 13 years and $330 million. So for Bryce Harper, one more year and $100 million less. It'll work out basically to Mike Trout getting $10 million more per year on an AAV than Bryce Harper. Make no mistake about it. If this deal gets cemented and goes into... Comes to fruition the books as the biggest contract in the history of the sport and all of sports, Bryce Harper will immediately start hating his contract. The whole plan for him was, I've got to be the record holder. Uh And he thought, I'll be the record holder until Mike Trout resigns at the earliest, maybe next offseason. His record won't even last till opening day. Less than three weeks. He gave up three years. (laughs) Should have been 10 and 330. (laughs) He said, I'll go to 13. And he gave up no opt-outs. I know. Which he and Boris pretend like was so that he could be in Philly so for the entire time. I can establish my con. roots. You could do that with opt-outs. Made no sense. You got beaten in negotiations. He sir. gave up the opt-outs. He gave up three extra years of control. He went 13 years, which no one had done before, so that he could get to $330 million because nobody had been there, and it topped Giancarlo Stanton by $5 million. And then Mike Trout comes along and gets $100 million more in one less year. Correctly, by the way. I uh, hope it was worth it, man. It just it, laughable to me. It makes Bryce look so small. That's what it does. It makes him look small. It really is a terrible look for it Bryce Harper. It makes Harper's him contract. look so small that that's what was the most important thing, and now it's gone. Taken from him less than three weeks in. I love this news so much. But at least you're I'm in Philadelphia for 13 years. Congrats, man. Enjoy that. I am basking in this news. This Mike Trout signing with the Angels for a hundred million more uh, and fewer years than Dumb Bryce got, than the human hashtag got. Correctly, by the way, Mike Trout maybe go down as the greatest player of all time. He's on that track. No hyperbole. He's on the track to be the greatest player of all time. 
He's outstanding. Who knows what happens down the line? But I love this deal so much. I'm so happy about it. Everything about this makes me so happy. I'm skipping around. Nothing can bring me down today. What a joyous thing. I, I hope that I hope a, a little text came in as Bryce was getting ready to go to practice in Clearwater this morning, whatever yeah. the hell they're going to do today. And I hope he stared at that phone in disbelief and felt the shame. How quickly do you think he called Boris, <laughs> who doesn't represent Mike Trout, by the way, and said, Scott, wait a second. Uh, oh, 13 and 330? And he, he got 12 and 430, and I know he's better than me, but... That kills my deal. That makes my deal look terrible. Yeah, we had to we had to wait and, and gin up a fake market uh, and name mystery teams. And I did this whole thing where we ran the Nationals offer under the bus, and you got to leak that out. You didn't mind it when it was ten and three hundred in in uh, September and October, but then we made try to make ourselves look big and tough. And I said, "What would a hundred million dollars do for my family?" I look like a jackass, Scott. Well, the other best part about it is. Harper's been going so hard with this idea of I'm here to recruit and I'm going to bring Mike Trout home. As if Bryce Harper calling Mike Trout, not Mike Trout coming back to play for you know the team in his backyard, yeah. was going to be what got him back. Hashtag family with a PH, you chotch. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. <laughs> 12 and 430. Good for Mike Trout. Yep. Bad for Bryce Harper. The winners of this news today, number one, Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Number two, Nationals fans, I would say. I'd say too. Yeah. Oh, it is delicious, isn't it? Bryce Harper, four months, dragging out the contract negotiations, desperately seeking to have the largest contract ever. Got it by just a couple million bucks. And then it's gone. Poof. Just a couple of weeks later, it's gone. It's all gone. And now Philadelphia, no chance of signing Mike Trout in a couple of years to come back home. The true prize in free agency had he ever hit it. (sighs) Sucks to be you. So with Mike Trout getting this cash, partially, does he have Bryce Harper to thank? Let's go to San Francisco, where Joe Lowe and Dibs discuss a 95-7 the game. Jeff Passan, ESPN, Mike Trout and the Angels, close to finalizing a 12-year contract worth $430 million. Wow. We just got this news. Yikes. React. I'll react. Thank you. He should send a million, couple million to Bryce Harper and say, thank you, Bryce Harper. I appreciate you. I love you. You're the man. Why? Why? Bryce Harper went out there and he opened his door and mouth, said that he was going to go to Philadelphia, said he was recruiting him. And all of a sudden, let me tell you what the Angels did. Angels said, oh, yeah, you know what I'm going to do? Money talks. That's why when people sit here and you told me to react, I'm reacting because this is just Good so reaction. Hot. Let it flow, oh, no, baby. Let it flow. There's a guy, I'm not going to say any names, that works with us, that all he does is, guys are going to take a discount at times. It ain't going to have some. Yeah, it goes to show you, when you put the big money and you blow people out of the water, guys will go where the money goes. And that's a prime example of this guy, 400 and some million dollars. 
send Bryce Harper and say thank you. That's what Trouchy do because he got the ball rolling by saying I'm recruiting him, and he said this. Well done because you instantly reacted. You were emotional. You were passionate. passionate. You had a great slant there, and you took a shot at Dibs in the say, process. I did not say Dibs. Yeah, but I'm going to go ahead and just go ahead and put some context to it. It was a shot at Dibs. It was a good shot at Dibs. Dibs, you're on the ropes. What do you got? Well, $35.83 million a year is what the average salary breakdown uh, is for uh, Mike Trout. 35.83. So if you assume that he plays, you know, roughly 140 games, you're talking about that coming down to being about 250 grand per game. And you start to look at how much. What? Roughly 200. Could that be a million for every four games? He's going to make a quarter million dollars a game? Roughly. Probably closer to 200 grand. Fine. Whatever. Yeah, 200,000 <laughs> a game? number is still astronomical. You a Ballpark. Ni- We're not trying Ballpark. to get it exact. And you, you figure a nine-inning game, he gets about 20 grand an inning, and he may not even bat. Up next, uh, Gutierrez, Smith, and Jones. Trout is in the hole. Three up, three down. He doesn't bat. 20 grand, coach. You play the outfield, and the pitcher goes three up, three down with ground balls to third. Twenty grand, so it's good money if you can get it. Lo, you made a good point about uh, Bryce Harper and the thank you card, but ultimately Trout was going to get paid regardless, and he did it with his on-field successes and having one of the greatest seasons in the history of baseball as it pertains to wins over replacement. So a slight nod to Bryce Harper, but this is Mike Trout staying ahead of it, being smart, and also seeing where baseball is going, where these huge deals in the offseason, the hot stove is no longer the hot stove at all. So if Trout can button this up and lock this down, 12-year deal, that pretty much takes care of the rest of his career. 12 years, $430 million for Mike Trout, according to Jeff Passan of ESPN. They're close to finalizing that deal. First and foremost, oh my God. have you ever heard of the country of Tonga? Oh, yeah. Yes. Small island country. I'm taking a guess. I really don't know. I no, just it is. assumed it's, it's uh, uh, near Fiji. It's yes. near Samoa. So it's is it an Fiji. island country? Yes, it is. Okay, so small island country. Gross domestic product, $426 million. <laughs> Mike Trout, 12 years, $430 million. Mike Trout is about to sign a contract to play baseball for more money than the gross domestic product of Tonga. In addition, nice guy. Who is Mike Trout's agent? Craig Landis. Craig Landis, thank you for that. Uh, Nicely done, Scott Boris. If you're Scott Boris and you are Bryce Harper today, how are you feeling? This was supposed to be your summer. Mike Trout is still under contract. They had no reason to negotiate with him for another year. I think he was two more years. Harper did. Got him set up. It's great. Harper's got to feel like a fool. He just signed a 13-year deal for $330 million. Trout... While still on your contract, got one year less for a hundred million more. Oh, I'd say, I'd say that Mike Trout can thank Bryce Harper because you know the Angels hearing already the rumblings that other teams wanted to poach Trout and that the watch was going to be on over the next 24 months said you know what, we'll just nip this right in the bud right now. And Bryce, subtlety is not your strength. No question. Harper thought he was being big and bad. I'm in my new hometown. I'm going to win over all the fans. I'm going to bring Mike Trout hair. Eh, not so much. You talking about that got him re-signed in Los Angeles. So Trout can be a legend in Southern California, especially if he wins something. 
That's kind of like the dynamic in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield. LeBron James had been in Cleveland as a hometown hero, having grown up in Akron. But is it possible that Baker, because it's such a football frenetic town, is already bigger than one of the greatest NBA players ever? Here's Bull and Fox with an interesting discussion on 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland. The fact that LeBron is from here, anybody on the national stage that thinks LeBron is bigger than Baker Mayfield, they don't know Cleveland. I'm with you. Baker's already bigger than LeBron in Cleveland. Already. Now that could go away. Oh, yeah. He gets hurt, has a disappointing career. Then that disappears. But in this moment... In this moment right now... Yeah, he's bigger. He's more popular, and he's more beloved. And if he has a great career, if he has a great career, and if he wins... Forget three Super Bowls. He wins one Super Bowl, has a great career. Well, if he gets to a Super Bowl... He'll be the most beloved sports figure in this city, in my opinion... Than anybody ever. You don't have to live here long. I'm not telling any, most of you who are born and raised here. I'm not telling anything you don't know. It doesn't take long. But national people don't know that. Like, you think football town. Like, I think of New York as a baseball town. But, and and maybe it's changed. Because, honestly, I haven't lived in New York much in recent years. Obviously. But, like. It's close. Even if it's still a baseball town, it's close between the Mets and the Yankees and the Giants and the Jets. Mm-hmm. Like It's close. When I was working in New York, baseball and football got roughly even the same amount of talk. My guess is now it's probably more football talk than baseball a little bit. But when I was there, I would say it was probably pretty even. It was close. It, it not, it's not close. No matter here, the football rules by – it's, it's – blows it away whether you like it or not you know you could say oh I'm a ba-. somebody tweeted me yesterday well I'm a basketball fan so I think LeBron is more popular no I'm a baseball fan baseball is my favorite sport it always will be but I'm not delusional I understand you, that football is most it. popular here it's been nine years you've seen it it's the Browns are bad they're still more popular that's it then 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 a baseball team that goes to the World Series yeah there's no comparison if the Browns win a Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield, he will be the most popular Cleveland athlete ever, in my opinion. And don't call me with Otto Graham and Jim Brown, because it was a million years ago, there was no social media, and it didn't get publicity like it does now. Are you kidding me? I mean, how clueless, and again, I guess I shouldn't pick on uh, Sharp and, and, and Bayless, because they don't know, they're not, they're not from here. They don't live here. It's an outside perspective. They just yeah. assume because LeBron is from Akron, Ohio, yeah, and played for the Cavaliers, was drafted by the Cavaliers, right. won a championship. They just assume that he's so beloved. He is beloved. Like I, I don't know people that hate LeBron. How, I mean, if you're a Cavs fan, I do. You hate you know people that hate. I, hate no, LeBron? I don't hate him. I'm just saying. You know I people. Yeah, a couple of people, not a lot, okay. but I know a couple people. It's few and far between. Yeah, you'd have to agree. But there are a lot of people that don't love him. Fine. Yeah. But you respect him and you're, of course. And you're grateful for the championship. Of course, 100%.
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that is crazy to think about if you're anywhere outside of Cleveland that somehow LeBron, who was always painted as the obvious hero of Northeast Ohio, bringing a championship to Cleveland, their first title since 1964 in a professional sport of any kind, the fact that Baker Mayfield, after one season as quarterback of the Browns, is already bigger than LeBron is kind of mind-blowing, but it does speak to just how monster the passion is for football and the Cleveland Browns in the state of Ohio. Who will Baker Mayfield be throwing to? Well, Odell Beckham, of course, because the New York Giants decided to trade Beckham for a pair of draft picks, including a first-rounder this year, and safety Jabril Peppers. So why? Why did the Giants a year ago sign Odell Beckham to a huge contract and one year later deal him? Here is the GM of the Giants, Dave Gettleman, who pulled the trigger. He joined Mike Francesa on WFAN in New York. Let's get to Beckham. Uh, You said I didn't draft him. I didn't sign him to trade him. And then he's gone. You gave him a lot of money. There's a lot of dead money on the cap. What changed? What changed? Again, you know, it's like I said earlier, it was a football business decision. You know, it's, it's, um, you know, I I got the proverbial offer I couldn't refuse. It happened fast. And, um, you know, they, they, you know, Cleveland contacted us. And, uh, I couldn't. I couldn't turn the offer down. I just felt really strong, strongly. You know, again, Michael. It's like I said earlier. You know, back in the day, you know, you franchise. Let's say we don't do the contract. We franchise them, and you know, only only once in NFL history has a franchise guy ever been signed. Which and you get two first round picks for that. Well, you know, we we signed him because he. You know, we signed him because he earned it. He deserved to be signed, and. You know, we turned around and looking at our club and realizing he was a he was an asset. You know, the old saying, you got to, you know, you got to have money to make money. You know, so we we moved him for you know we moved one player for three players, and and it's it's you're not going to be able you're not going to know for a couple of years uh, how well the, how, how good the trade was. Did any of the stuff the ESPN interview him missing games end of the season him his actions off the field did any of that lack of durability any of that play in to any of this and the reason why he's not here anymore? No, nope. none of it. Nope. Did nope. you get? Were you told by ownership to trade him? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, so the reason was Cleveland made you a deal that you felt was a deal that you couldn't pass up, and that's why he's gone. Right, exactly. You weren't looking to trade him. They, I was, they were calling me. Okay. So you, did, you didn't – did you shop him at all? They called me. Okay. And, you I, didn't call, and, they, and, they, and, and Michael, they knew that it was going to take a boatload to get him. Well, 
We'll see what the Giants do with those draft picks, but Gettleman is under major pressure because I don't know many Giants fans that feel as though Gettleman has a plan in place. It feels like that plan changes every minute of every day. Is Gettleman ready to try to totally tear it down and rip it up and win later on? Or does he want to go out with a competitive team this year he seems to be riding the fence, which is why you've got a guy like Eli Manning at 38 years old still under center, even though it's obvious at how bad and ineffective he as a quarterback is right now. It's one thing to get draft picks for Odell. It's another thing to draft the next Odell and build a winner. Can Gettleman do that part of the puzzle? In Dallas, they've got an all-timer, Dirk Nowitzki who passes Wilt freaking Chamberlain on the all-time point scored list. Dirk is now sixth all-time of that list. That's a list that above him includes only LeBron, Kobe, Michael, Kareem, and the Mailman. Now, those are legends of legends. Those are some of the all-time greatest players ever. And then there's Dirk Nowitzki. It's pretty crazy how underrated he has been over the course of his career because he was overshadowed with both halves of his career by Kobe early and LeBron late. But how does it feel for Big D to have an all-time living legend in basketball? Here's G-Bag Nation, 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. It's hard to believe when it happened and it happened quickly. It's First, it's amazing to me. Kobe was an old fart who couldn't play basketball anymore. And look, Dirk's in the same category this year. And yet, if you put something in front of them to chase history, or this is your last game ever, Kobe's like, you know what? I can't walk. I can't shoot. I can't do anything. I'll just put up 60 points tonight. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just, and then Dirk's like, look, I've, you've been struggling all year long. And I know he's had a few nice games recently, but he's like, just give me the ball and I'll make every shot really quick to get to the, the points I need to really get the crowd going. It's just, it's amazing to me. These players getting to play against the greatest players in the world in baseball, how easy the greatest players can make it even when they're finished and they don't have much left. Hmm. Just how the game is still a game of high school for them. The way that I always say when I'm talking to my buddies that we made it to the major leagues but didn't have tons of success. Like, you remember how easy high school was? Like, nobody Hmm. could compete with us. These unbelievable players like Dirk and Kobe and LeBron, whoever. It's still high school to them, (laughs) which is just amazing. And when you look at the list and you just see when they name the six guys that have 30,000 points and Dirk is there with Kobe and Jordan and LeBron and Malone and Jabbar and Will, then you're just like, I can't believe this. I can't believe our guy. Yeah. I can't believe our guy is, is on a list of these are the greatest players in the history of the NBA. And our guy's right there, too. It's pretty awesome to to soak in and pretty awesome to pick up the loss uh, last night. So the, they're, they're tied with Memphis at 28 and 42 now with 12 games to go. That was a huge miss free throw for Luca late. I really wanted to believe there for a few moments. Then I was getting up and about this morning. I was like, now, maybe I don't want to rule it out that maybe Luca's in on the tank. Maybe he's so competitive that he's like, yeah, I'll score all the points. And then the final couple of minutes, I'll miss a couple of free throws and bam, that would be the perfect way to tank that if your star player was down to miss free throws late he missed a ton last week and he was what three of seven in the game they lost and one of 
Was nine. it one of eight, one, one of nine, nine. In, a, in another one? But then I but then I wake up and I talk to you <laughs> and I, I saw on Twitter he was actually crying last night. He was so mad that he missed that free throw and they lost the game as a result. Yeah, uh, if you're watching all of the Maverick games when he's playing, he's a stone cold killer. Until now, he gets to the free throw line. And you remember Shaq's face? I know you watched a lot of Shaq when he remember Shaq's face when he get to the free throw line. It was like, oh crap! Yeah, like, this is this is this is my kryptonite. I can't handle guys. this. Yeah, right Looked like in, a stuttering kid in front of a classroom trying to read. And Luca wasn't bad last night. I think it was eight of eleven. So percentage wise, it was pretty good. But right now, that free throw line is his kryptonite. You yeah. can see it in his face. Absolutely, you can see it in his confidence. And as soon as that's over, he loses his confidence for a second. He'll get it back once he gets the ball and he can dance with it and do certain things with it but right now literally that free throw line is kryptonite to Luca and hopefully he learns from this and he becomes an unbelievable uh, free throw shooter he didn't have a problem with this the first 30 to 50 games of the year but as the seasons progressed he's just lost his confidence at the line and, and hopefully he'll get it back I'm glad he missed last night ultimately for the loss but he's I mean, got to he, go chill out I mean, he's got to get it off his head because right yeah. now it's it's in a bad place. You you don't want to go take a thousand free throws a day because if that doesn't fix it, then you're really going to yeah. start panicking. So just take a deep breath and relax, and then yeah. have a normal off season. And you know, and and then if we get into the middle of next year, you know what it's going to be time for granny shots. Yeah, really. I mean, he's lost the last two games, and this is why he's crying. He lost the game the other night yeah. against Denver because he take it he, off, Luca. He got the dunk against you know, like he's confident enough to be like here's. Miles Plumley, here is Paul Millsap in your face. I'm dunking it on your ass. Deal with it, MFers. And then it's like, yeah, you got fouled. He's like, oh, I got to shoot a free throw too. <laughs> it's like I can't do this. And then last night he forfeit. did get I forfeit fouled the free throw down by one with less than two seconds to go. And he's like, yes, I got fouled. Oh, yes, I got to actually go to the free throw line and make these free throws. Is there anybody that doesn't love Dirk Nowitzki? Dirk was a champion. Wins the Dallas Mavericks' first championship ever, first NBA Finals, was an NBA Finals MVP that season. Is one of the greats of all time, scoring-wise, and certainly of his generation. And humble, funny, easygoing with the media and fans. And always stayed in the same place, never had some itch to go somewhere else. It's a pretty special guy, pretty special dude, very special player. And now he's past Wilt the Stilt. And we'll wrap up with a guy who could have been a hero in the state of Texas. It might still be, but anywhere else, not so much. Johnny Manziel won the Heisman at Texas A&M, and we all thought that he could be one of the most exciting players in the NFL as long as he kept his nose clean. He did not. So he washes out of the NFL, he washes out of Canada, and now he's in the alliance, the AAF. But in Memphis, with the Express, is it possible that Manziel becomes one of the great comeback stories? Here's Gary Parrish on 92.9 in Memphis. So he was a name in Texas. He was, nobody really knew Johnny Manziel, not casual sports fans, until, you know, he was on his way to winning the Heisman Trophy. And then he became... Not only one of the more, if not the most exciting players in college football, and, you know, I think in just football in general, you could throw the NFL in there. Um, he was such a character off the field that people sort of gravitated to that. You know, there was, um, you know, beautiful women and then a, a wild, um, you know, personality. You know, he was always out, always partying. 
perhaps. I think with the benefit of hindsight, we now know too much too often. But, you know, people just sort of, you know, we live in a, in a TMZ world. And he was perfect for TMZ. And if you acknowledge we're interested in, in you know, in people who, you know, live lives sort of on the edge of a variety of things, then, then he, from a, from a sports perspective, for a little while, um, fit that better than, than anybody. And so then it just becomes, I think you initially like him because he's a lot of fun, because he's cocky, and because he's, he's awesome. And then it, it, it starts to be about the comeback story. You know, okay, can he get his – forget football career. Can he get his life together? Because we do root for people to, to get it back together, you know, once it, it falls apart on them a little bit. And, and that's sort of where we are in the story right now. You know, people want to see this, this, this young man succeed. You know, it's only because you don't like to – or I think you got to be pretty twisted to like to. You don't like to to see people with undeniable talents never reach or achieve what it is they, at least from a talent perspective, seem like they're capable of reaching or, or achieving, based off of, of of issues that they have they have a problem overcoming. And his problems and issues are are well documented. He has publicly acknowledged he he you know, has a mental health issue. He has publicly acknowledged he has a substance abuse issue. I, I don't think we've ever gotten clarity on why he was banned from the CFL, not just let go by a team, but banned from the league. Um, but I can only think of a couple of reasons why you might be banned from the league. And that's if you violate certain policies that they made it clear to you, you were not going to be able to, 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 to be able to violate. And so, if you're betting on this to end well, you probably haven't been paying attention since his, you know, since he left Texas A&M. Um, you know, he's still, you know, from a distance it, it appears dealing with some some serious things that that pop up every once in a while, if not often. But um, you know, I, 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 I'll be rooting for him, not just because I want to see the Express finish the season strong. I don't really care about that, but I am I like a whole bunch of other people just sort of. Uh, fascinated by the Johnny Manziel story and, um, you know, would like to, uh, you know, there have been people close to him who have said on the record that there was a time when he was living a lifestyle that they did not think he would survive. Forget football. They didn't know if he'd live to be 30. And so you want this story to end not tragically. And, um, you know, the, the football stuff being sort of secondary, but, you know, as long as he's going to keep going on a football field and trying to to get back to where we all thought he would be someday, which is the NFL, um, I think I'll be rooting for him every step of the way. I'll tell you one thing: the attention's already on. People are wondering if Johnny will play this weekend. That game's going to be a Sunday night game on NFL Network. Also. The game on Saturday of the Final Four has been picked up by CBS, the flagship network. Now we're talking about network TV picking up a Memphis Express Alliance football game on the day of the Final Four. That means there is some major attention on Manziel in this league. And if he does well, he suddenly makes the league must-watch television. That's going to do it. The best in your sports talk for Tuesday, March the 19th. We'll see you tomorrow, everyone. 
Thanks for listening to Around the Dial. Subscribe now for the best daily recap in sports talk on Radio.com or the Radio.com app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.